Hello, everybody, and welcome to DMDR. This is Jeremy Connor. It is September 1st, 2022, and this episode is dedicated to my boss lady, Crystal. So she's been my boss now for seven years, roundabout, and she has put up with a lot of my crap. So I'm going to be playing quite a few messages. So the backstory is, is just about every morning I would send her some sort of text message or a voice message through Facebook. And I've compiled quite a few of them over the years and I'm pretty amused with them. So just sit back and listen to the lovely tones of my voice as I give my poor boss lady all sorts of hell. She never voice texts me back. It's always through texting. She doesn't like to use voice. So I had to use a computer program for her responses. So anyway, I hope you all enjoy. So this one was about 6 a.m. in the morning in February of 2021. Good morning, Crystal. I'm here to eat your soul, Crystal. I'm going to sacrifice you to Christopher Robin, Crystal. Then he's going to cover me in honey. And her reply was, Get your ass to work, Pooh Bear. And here's yet another one for February 10th. Let's do each other's hair and talk about boys, Crystal. My car seats were cold, Crystal. It hurt my booty cheeks. My buns are frostbitten. Do you feel bad for me, Crystal? I'm here, Crystal. She didn't reply to that one, and I can't say I blame her. That was probably annoying as hell. The next time I was late, I did my best Forrest Gump impersonation, which is not very good. Good morning, Bits Crystal. I did not mean to be late for work today. I surely am sorry. Life is like a box of chocolates. Sometimes you late, and sometimes you want to whoop your subordinate's ass, but please don't do that. Her only reply was, get to work, Jeremy. Uh, February 11th of 2021 at 6.22 a.m., so I was later and shit on this one. But this is my best Kermit the Frog impersonation. Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. Jeremy can't go to work today. He's got a frog in his throat. She threatened to cut me over that one. Uh, This next one is... This is my first time singing to my sweet, sweet boss lady. I was driving through Candy Cane Land and I accidentally hit a chocolate man. There were two cops made of lemon drops and they both beat me with the candy cane cocks. So, of course, she told me to never sing to her ever, ever again. This next one here, I was close to 40 minutes late. She probably should have canned my ass over that one. Crystal! I'm sorry I'm late, Crystal! I'm sorry! I'm so so damn sorry! (laughs) So, with that one, she was legitimately mad at me. Uh, So, she didn't reply. I could always tell when she was super pissed at me because she would not reply. Uh, That didn't happen often, but this was one of those situations. Uh, Now this next one, she definitely should have canned my sorry ass over. I wasn't late or nothing, but I tried to ruin the one thing, the two things she loves most in this world. She is a dirty lady and loves to read erotic fiction. And she also loves Golden Girls. So I thought I would combine the two together. So I scoured the internet. And believe it or not, y'all, there is actually Golden Girls erotic fan fiction. It's out there, and I'm sad to say I felt the need to read some to Crystal. So here's a little taste of that. Dorothy! Oh God, Dorothy, don't stop, Blanche moaned. 
There they stood, blanched, naked from the waist down, pressed against the bedroom door while Dorothy stood in front of her, pressing against her. One of Dorothy's legs were pressed against the wet, hot heat emanating from the blanche's core while her left arm hastily moved in and out of the southern bell. Her other arm was wrapped around Blanche's middle, holding her upright. Oh, my dear, Dorothy groaned deeply into Blanche's ear. I have no intentions of ever stopping. As these words hit Blanche's ear, she moaned and lifted her head back, opening her neck up to Dorothy as if it were her an offering. Taking the cue, Dorothy bent her head down and licked a long, slow path from the base of Blanche's elegant neck to the base of her ear, stopping only to nibble a little on the way up. Blanche's low, low moan started to rise, and Dorothy started to nibble on her ear and neck. Shh, Blanche, Dorothy whispered to her ear. The others will hear you, and you don't want to upset Daddy, do you? Thank you for being a friend. And her only response was, I should have you killed for ruining Golden Girls for me. Now, February 21st of 2021 was a very special day because that's her birthday. So, me being me, I had to do something a little special for her. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mrs. President. Happy birthday to you. And many more. She sent me three crying emojis, so I assumed that she was moved to tears. On this next one, I was threatening to call in sick that day. Uh, it didn't work, by the way. Hey, I, I got a call in today. I'm shitting out both my eye sockets currently right now. Hey, but while I got you on here, let me talk, talk to you about some Star Wars. You know what I hate about Star Wars? Jar Jar Binks, that son of a bitch, all the time doing dumb shit. But anyway... I want to talk about like 50 other things and that I'm shitting out my eyeballs. <laughs> that one earned me a facepalm emoji. I'm pretty proud of that one. At this point, I'm pretty sure that I've gotten her wore down by now because I was late yet again. I've actually turned over a new leaf. Uh, that was one of my New Year's resolutions was don't be damn late all the time. Because hell, I'm 42 years old now and I'm like, it's time for me to learn be on time so i've done really good with that well this wasn't one of those times i was later and shit again and kind of try to smooth things over i sent this to my poor poor boss crystal i'm late crystal i'm sorry crystal do you still love me crystal <laughs> so of course she did not reply so I felt the need to sing to her once more. I just called to say I love you. At this point, I'm annoying myself, but I, I can't stop. Crystal is the best boss in the entire world, Crystal. Even though she says mean things, Crystal. Crystal be all like pop, 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 making motherfuckers drop, Crystal. So now we're at the point where Crystal has Rolades and a candy dish on her desk now. And I've seen her power chug Pepto-Bismol. I'd like to think it's not my fault, but who knows? The debate is still out there. 
So this next one I'm kind of ashamed of because I accidentally played it to my son, not knowing no better because he was kind of curious about all the stuff that I've done over the years to pester my boss. And he didn't believe me, so I played him some. And nine times out of ten, it's PG rated. Uh, this time it wasn't so PG rated. Uh, what this was about was I was pretending I was a C and say. Woof, woof, woof. Crystal says, get to work, motherfucker. So my son felt intense shame, and I feel bad for that. I'm like, buddy, your dad tries to be a good dad, but sometimes he falls really, really short. So getting back to the singing, uh, I don't know if my boss lady knew this, but I'm somewhat of an instrumentalist. I can play guitar and percussion and harmonica and all this stuff. Well, I felt like I should bust forth in song, and I wrote a little ditty, and I felt obliged to send it to her and she commenced to playing it for some of the other transporters so here's my song debut it's called sorry about that i just effed up your cat hey there baby there is something you should know something just happened when i just went down your road I fucked up the cat, I fucked up the cat Sorry about that, but I just fucked up the cat He once was fat, now he's just fucking flat Sorry there bitch, but I just fucked up the cat Does it really matter if your kitty cat got splattered? He got caught up in my tire, now he's fucking battered So I'm gonna go ahead and stop that right there Because believe it or not, it actually goes pretty south from there Though I do believe that she was quite impressed with my musical abilities. So it's amazing all the things that I've done to this poor lady over the years. So before she got her Amazon Kindle, she used to read these dirty romance novels all the time. And what I would do was when she wasn't in the office, I would sneak in and thumb through her books and find the naughty parts. And I would put these sad Jesus bookmarks right where the stuff got good and she's like damn you jeremy quit ruining my books so she thwarted that by getting them electronic books so i can't do nothing with that but she leaves her desktop open all the time so i'm all the time switching her desktops to goofy shit so i'm sure that it has had to fix her poor desktop a hundred times because I, I can't leave her alone and you would think that i'm in love with this woman as much as i pester her but that ain't the case i love my wife but man, I love pestering the dog shit out of Crystal. I don't know why me and her click like that. Because she's a very stern, to the point, don't take no crap kind of lady. But somehow or another, I have softened her up to the point where I'm just a merciless bastard sometimes. Like, she's got every right to cut me. But, you know, we've been friends for years. I remember the good old days when she would take all of us out to go bar hopping and stuff but that was only a couple times but it was nice i guess me and her are kind of around the same age and the kids that are working with us now are getting younger and younger and hell i'm getting out of touch with the younger ones so what is wild is now i'm the weekend manager and i would have never thought in a million years i get some sort of opportunity like that because i'm nuts but it's weird i don't pester these kids like i used to pester the guys that i used to work with just because they're so young and i'm older shit now 
And so now I've got to be all responsible. And I don't act as goofy as I did. And I'll still pester Crystal every now and then. But it's nowhere near like I used to pester her. So I used to draw wieners on all of her stuff. I would hide them. And there was one particular day I thought it was going to end me. Because I would draw little ones and big ones. And I know it's immature as shit. I guess I'm just a rotten person. I don't know what's wrong with me. But anyway, I was drawing these little wieners all over her stuff. Well, I accidentally drew a little wiener over this report she had to give. And she had to make copies to give to other people. I had no idea. And she was livid. She's like, Jeremy, I'm going to let you know that if they notice that, that's on you. And I'm like, well, fair enough. She's like, I can't handle this no more. And she went went to grab a bottle of Tylenol. And at the bottom of the bottle, I'd put a little smiley face wiener. And she goes, gosh, damn you, Jeremy Connor. (laughs) Ah, man, I'd like to lost my life that day. But that wasn't even one of the worst ones. One time I had gotten a hold of her wall clock and I took the face off of it, had to unbolt it and everything. And on the minute hand, I put a big tie-dyed colored wiener. And on the hour hand, I put a cutout picture of my face. And Crystal gets to work and she sees that clock. She's like, damn you, Jeremy. Someone sees that you're the one in trouble, not me. I'm like, hey, fair enough. So we go out to do our jobs, and I get a call from her like an hour later, and she is panicked. She says, Jeremy, that clock is gone. I don't have it. None of the other workers have it. We have no idea where it is. But she said that we had heard that the CEO was making rounds, talking to everybody, and she said, you know, if she got a hold of that, you're done. There's not a thing in the world I can do for you. And I'm thinking, oh, crap. So uh, (laughs) I get called into the office later, and uh, her boss says, Hey, Jeremy, you wouldn't happen to know anything about this clock here, would you? And she had got that clock. And I said, Well, no, no, ma'am, I sure don't. And she said, You don't know a thing about this clock. And I said, Ma'am, if my boss is a pervert, there ain't a thing in the world I can do about that. (laughs) She said, Jeremy, it's got your face on it. (laughs) Hell, I avoided a write-up. I have no idea. But, you know, I've really calmed down on stuff like that. I, I don't act like that no more. I used to be a real pain in the ass when I was younger because, man, I was just always clowning. But I've gotten better and a little more mature. I'm never going to grow up completely. But I think what has kept me out of so much trouble over these years is work sucks. And I try to lighten it up a little bit. I don't try to go overboard. I think I know my boundaries, like when I need to you know, reel it back a little bit. Every now and then I might go too far, but I try not to do that. I've had newcomers say, oh, I've heard all about you. I've heard you're going to be one of my favorite people, which feels good, you know. So I like being like the Ryan Reynolds of the transport department. And I, as much shit as I give my boss, I try to perk her up a little bit too in the mornings. I'm here, baby. The hospital just got a little more handsome. But then there's times where she forgets that you shouldn't open anything that I send out in public at all. So if I ever send any of you an audio message, for the love of all that's good, don't never open it up in public. Because I sent this one to her, and she opened it up in public. Hi, yes, this is the pharmacy speaking. Uh, 
Miss Seals, I believe your large tube of hemorrhoid cream is ready to be picked up. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Yeah, super grateful to have a good boss. And I guess I'm never going to quit pestering her. It's just who I am as a person. I pester my boss almost as much as I pester my wife. That poor lady gets it. My wife has seen things these past 13 years. And, you know, she's she's my soulmate because she can handle it. So what the people at work don't understand is they only have me for 8 or 12 hours, but my poor wife has me the rest of the time. Oh, man, the story she's got. But anyway, uh, so as far as my comedy stuff goes, uh, unfortunately, my home club, the Laughing Gas Comedy Club, it's shut down for now, and we do not know if it's coming back. But we found some other venues to go to and do our thing, and we still get to hang out. Got my fingers crossed that Laughing Gas is coming back. But it's kind of forcing my hand to get out of my little comfort zone, and I'm having to travel and find other places and get used to new people. It's neat getting to meet people. But anyway, y'all, y'all take care of each other. My next episode, I'm hoping, is going to be about men doing chores. I'm curious about how y'all split it, like if the man just works and the lady does the chores, or if they split it down the middle, or you know, just however y'all do it. Just let me know, because I'm curious. But anyway, y'all take care. And I'll see y'all later. Bye-bye. The MDR is a Hungry Purple Kittens production, written and produced by Jeremy Connor. Please message DMDR DMDR with Jeremy at gmail.com.